The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's the middle of the week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, July 12, 2023, Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saints today are Saints John Jones and John Wall. They were two friars martyred in England. John Jones was Welsh, born in 1530, ordained a diocesan priest, twice imprisoned for administering the sacraments before he left England in 1590. He joined the Franciscans at the age of 60 and returned to England three years later while Queen Elizabeth was at the height of her power. John ministered to Catholics in the English countryside until his imprisonment in 1596. He was condemned to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. He was executed in 1598. John Wall was born in England but educated in Belgium. He entered the Franciscans in 1656 and returned to work secretly in England. An alleged papal plot to murder the king and restore Catholicism in that country was underway, and John Wall was arrested and imprisoned in 1678, executed the following year. Saints John Jones and John Wall, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O my God, I offer you all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the sacred heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to his infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them in the furnace of his merciful love. O my God, I ask of you for myself and for those dear to me the grace to fulfill perfectly your holy will, to accept for love of you the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel is a very important moment in the foundation of the Church, where we we see you, Lord Jesus, as you summon your twelve disciples, as Saint Matthew tells us, and gave them authority over unclean spirits with power to cast them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and sickness. In today's Gospel, we contemplate the call, the vocation of the Twelve Apostles, 
First Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot and Judas Iscariot, the one who was to betray them. So this call, and how important it is that we hear the name of each individual apostle, because vocation is always personal, just as your vocation and mind is personal, inalienable, sacred, unrepeatable, just yours, just mine. Our Lord calls, each, calls us not as a crowd, but as individuals, our personal vocation. And what's striking is how immediately we're told by St. Matthew, these 12 Jesus sent out. So being called by Jesus means being sent out. With you, Lord, to be told to come to you is also to be told to go out from you or to go with you out, outwards. Vocation always means mission. Communion with you, Jesus, always means evangelization, apostolate, love of others. Love of God always means love of others. This is always the way of Jesus. To be with you, Lord, means to be with your people. Or as Pope Francis says, passion for Jesus means passion for God's people. It's as if, Lord, you, you call us individually by our vocation, whatever that might be but we share the Christian vocation as apostles of the Lord, all of us, you call us into your heart to be one with you, to be intimates of yours, close friends of yours, very close friends of yours. And when we accept that invitation and go into your heart, what do we find in your heart? But all the people, all your people, all your beloved people, all souls. So communion with Christ is always communion with others. That's actually a description of what the church is. Communion with Christ, with God, and communion with one another. Lord, help me to be a good apostle. Give me the grace to be an effective witness to you in my ordinary life, in my ordinary daily circumstances, whatever they may be. And thank God we all have probably different and varied and wonderfully different circumstances. But each one of us can be Notwithstanding our weaknesses and our failures and all the rest of it, we can be like a lighted lamp. We can be like the presence of Jesus, even if it's through our weaknesses. What's key in order to be an apostle is to be close to Jesus, to love our Lord, to let him love us. And then when we're in his heart, we find there the whole people of God, the whole human race, all those for whom Jesus gives his life. The Lord doesn't live in splendid isolation. Now, God could, being all self-sufficient and omnipotent and all-knowing, he doesn't need us at all. He doesn't need to come out to us at all. But the reality is that our God is a God who goes out of himself, out of pure and adulterated love. The Trinity goes out of itself by sending the Son in the Incarnation, by sending the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and by continually sending the Holy Spirit now, God goes out of himself. When we spend a bit of time, whenever we can, in front of the Eucharist, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, we are adoring the Lord who has come out of himself into the sacraments. 
when we follow up on a good inspiration and a good thought, we're, we're meeting the Lord who has come out of himself and is giving us a bit of light or a bit of grace or a bit of encouragement. Jesus is the one who is sent. And you and I, who live in, through and with Jesus through baptism, we're also sent. And that's the key to being good apostles. It's not necessarily that we have to be very articulate or very intelligent or very erudite or very efficient. And it's good to, I suppose, develop all the talents we possibly can. That goes without saying. But what is essential to being a good apostle is to be a friend of the Lord. Today's gospel passage, which is from Matthew, has a parallel passage in St. Mark, where we're told the Lord spent the whole night in prayer, and the following day he called those whom he wished to be with him. We're told these he called to be with him and to be sent out to preach. It's the same dynamic, to be with Jesus and to be sent out to preach. With you, Lord, come also means go. Coming to Christ means going, going out to his people. But we don't go out alone. The work of evangelization, bearing witness to Christ, is always fundamentally the Lord's work. And that's why prayer, communion with Christ, union with you, Lord, is really the only thing necessary. It's the one thing necessary. These, uh, these weeks and these months, the Holy Father is giving his weekly catechesis on precisely on apostolic zeal. And he's doing it in a very attractive way by placing before us different examples of great apostles, of great evangelizers, such as St. Francis Xavier or um, St. Mary MacKillop from Australia. Recently he spoke about St. Mary MacKillop and all her work of apostolate. Um, among other saints, among other great figures of the church, he's, he's, he's presenting us with models, very attractive personalities. And, and what's the common thread among all these different models of apostolic zeal? Because they're all very different in their, the period of history they lived in and in their spiritualities and in their, just their, their personalities and all the rest. They're very different. But what unites them all, what unites them all is this communion with our Lord. I remember once somebody saying, a good Catholic, they said, well, I like Mary very much. I like Our Lady very much. I have devotion to her. But somehow she seems somewhat distant from me because she's all pure. She's all holy. She's the Immaculate Conception. And I'm, I'm a sinner. That's how they put it. You know, the fact that they were sinners themselves made them feel that somehow the Mother of God, our Mother, was distant from them, a bit like an ice princess. And when they said that, this person said it with the best will in the world, I, I could understand where they were coming from, but I knew it wasn't correct. It wasn't right. Our Lady's holiness doesn't distance her from us in any way. And then I came across some words of Pope Benedict in a homily he gave about Our Lady, where he simply says, he says it simply and also profoundly, the closer a person is to God, the closer that person is to people. The fact that Our Lady is so close to God is the reason why she is so close to human beings. In fact, there's no greater apostle than Our Lady. There's no greater evangelizer than Our Lady. And the reason is because there is nobody closer to Our Lord than Our Lady. This is a beautiful thing we all experience in, in Our Lady's care for us. But it's also a lesson for our own apostolic life, our own call to be evangelizers. With you, Lord Jesus, come always means go.
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Today's liturgical day begins in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, July 12, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. We groan in pain 
as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow. The man passing by. A mere breath. The riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold. 
but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the second book of Samuel, the Lord's anger against Israel flared again. And he incited David against the Israelites by prompting him to number Israel and Judah. Accordingly, the king said to Job and the the leaders of the army who were with him, Tour all the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and register the people, that I may know their number. But Job said to the king, May the Lord your God increase the number of people a hundredfold for your royal majesty to see it with his own eyes. But why does it please my lord the king to order a thing of this kind? The king, however, overruled Joab and the leaders of the army, so they left the king's presence in order to register the people of Israel. Afterward, however, David regretted having numbered the people and said to the Lord, I have sinned grievously in what I have done. But now, Lord, forgive the guilt of your servant, for I have been very foolish. When David rose in the morning, the Lord had spoken to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David. This is what the Lord says. I offer you three alternatives. Choose one of them, and I will inflict it on you. Gad then went to David to inform him. He asked, Do you want a three years' famine to come upon your land? or to flee from your enemy three months while he pursues you, or to have a three days pestilence in your land. Now consider and decide what I must reply to him who sent me. David answered Gad, I am in a very serious difficulty. Let us fall by the hand of God, for he is most merciful. But let me not fall by the hand of man. Thus David chose the pestilence. Now it was the time of the wheat harvest when the plague broke out among the people. The Lord sent a pestilence over Israel from morning until the time appointed, and 70,000 of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. But when the angel stretched forth his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, The Lord regretted the calamity and said to the angel, causing the destruction among the people, Enough now, stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. 
When David saw the angel who was striking the people, he said to the Lord, It is I who have sinned, it is I, the shepherd, who have done wrong. But these are sheep. What have they done? Punish me and my kindred. On the same day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty silver shekels. And David built an altar there to the Lord and offered holocausts and peace offerings. The Lord granted relief to the country, and the plague was checked in Israel. The Word of the Lord Remember, O Lord, your covenant, and say to the destroying angel, Enough, now hold back your hand. Lest Lest you ravage ravage the the land land and destroy destroy all the people. It was I who sinned, I who did wrong. But these sheep, what have they done? Lord, I beg you to turn your anger away from your people. Lest Lest you you ravage ravage the land and destroy all the people. A reading from the ancient document entitled, The Teaching of the Twelve Apostles. Celebrate the Eucharist as follows. Say over the cup. We give you thanks, Father, for the holy vine of David, your servant, which you made known to us through Jesus, your servant. To you be glory forever. Over the broken bread say, We give you thanks, Father, for the life and the knowledge which you have revealed to us through Jesus, your servant. To you be glory forever. As this broken bread scattered on the mountains was gathered and became one, so too May your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. For glory and power are yours, through Jesus Christ, forever. Do not let anyone eat or drink of your Eucharist, except those who have been baptized in the name of the Lord. For the statement of the Lord applies here also. Do not give to dogs what is holy. When you finish the meal, offer thanks in this manner. We thank you, Holy Father, for your name which you enshrined in our hearts. We thank you for the knowledge and faith and immortality which you revealed to us through your servant Jesus. To you be glory forever. Almighty Ruler, you created all things for the sake of your name. You gave men food and drink to enjoy, so that they might give you thanks. Now you have favored us through Jesus your servant, with spiritual food and drink, as well as eternal life. Above all, we thank you because you are mighty. To you be glory forever. Remember, Lord, your church, and deliver her from all evil. Perfect her in your love, and once she has been sanctified, gather her together from the four winds into the kingdom which you have prepared for her. For power and glory are yours forever. May grace come, and this world pass away. Hosanna to the God of David. If anyone is holy, let him come. If anyone is not, let him repent. Maranatha. Amen. On the Lord's day when you have been gathered together, break bread and celebrate the Eucharist. But first confess your sins, so that your offering may be pure. If anyone has a quarrel with his neighbor, 
that person should not join you until he has been reconciled. Your sacrifice must not be defiled. In this regard, the Lord has said, In every place and time, offer me a pure sacrifice. I am a great king, says the Lord, and my name is great among the nations. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is but one bread, we though many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus gets his disciples ready for their first mission trip. That's in today's Gospel coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives his disciples all of the power they'll need for the mission that he's sending them on, and he calls them each by name. It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And he called his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We all have a favorite saint, a patron, if you will, and that's good. But don't ever forget about St. Joseph. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carbajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. He is the prudent and trusted servant whom the Lord placed over his household. The liturgy applies these words to St. Joseph, a faithful and wise father who promptly attends to the needs of the church, that great family of the Lord. It is very pleasing to Jesus that we should get to know Joseph and ask for his help. He is the one Jesus loved so much while he was on earth and loves so much now in heaven. He is the one from whom he learned so much and to whom he talked from the moment he could lisp his first words. Joseph governed the house of Nazareth with a father's authority. The Holy Family was not a symbol of the church, but in a certain way contained the church within itself as a seed contains the tree and a spring contains the river. 
The holy house of Nazareth contained the foundations of the ancient church. This is why the holy patriarch considers specially entrusted to him the crowds of Christians who go to make up the church. That is to say, this immense family spread throughout the earth, over which, because he is spouse of Mary and father of Jesus Christ, he possesses, so to speak, a father's authority. That is, it's something natural and most worthy of the blessed Joseph, that as once he succored all the needs of the family of Nazareth and surrounded it in a holy fashion with his protection, so now he should encompass the church of Jesus Christ with his heavenly protection and defense. This patronage of the holy patriarch over the universal church is principally of a spiritual order but it also extends to the temporal order, as did that of the other Joseph, son of Jacob, who was called by the king of Egypt, Savior of the world. Saints and good Christians of all centuries have had recourse to him. St. Teresa tells us of the great devotion she had to St. Joseph and of her own experience of his patronage. I do not remember even now that I have ever asked anything of him which he has failed to grant. I am astonished at the great favors God has bestowed on me through this blessed saint, and at the perils from which he has freed me both in body and in soul. To other saints the Lord seems to have given grace to succor us in some of our necessities. But of this glorious saint my experience is that he succors us in them all, and that the Lord wishes to teach us that he was himself subject to him on earth, for being his guardian and being called his father, he could command him. Just so in heaven, he still does all that he asks. If I were a person writing with authority, I would gladly describe at length and in the minutest detail the favors which this glorious saint has granted to me and to others. I only beg for the love of God that anyone who does not believe me will put what I say to the test and he will see by experience what great advantages come from his commending himself to this glorious patriarch and having devotion to him. Those who practice prayer should have a special affection for him always. I do not know how anyone can think of the Queen of the Angels during the time she suffered so much with the child Jesus without giving thanks to Saint Joseph for the way he helped them. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Let's continue praying now as we join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you. O God, the waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, You established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your your ways ways are are holy. What What God God can can compare compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My My heart heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. 
There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For in all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax. Before the Lord of all the earth The skies proclaim his justice All people see his glory Let those who serve idols be ashamed Those who boast of their worthless gods All you spirits worship him Zion hears and is glad The people of Judah rejoice Because of your judgments, O Lord For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is King. King. Let Let the the earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. 
that we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And there you go. It's another day to make holy. Morning air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app, go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.